Northern <laughs> Iowa, number nine, going to go on to win this against the mm. Jayhawks. And I'll tell you what, I'm dancing like a sea bass in a Beyonce video right now. These are the tales of college basketball past as you've never heard them before. Our guests tell stories blending team seasons, on and off court moments, memories of personal fandom, catastrophe, and elation, and yes, alcohol. I'm Jeremy. I'm Matt. And I'm Pat. We do the work, you tell the story. These are the college basketball stories. I'm Joey Zanaboni, and I'm going to tell you the story of Arch Madness. There's an innocence to the Missouri Valley Tournament. It's the leave it to beaver of college postseason tournaments to me. I think about whole milk. I think about a rolled up newspaper on a porch on an autumn morning. 1977, the world was a more innocent place. The bicentennial was in the rear view, the tricentennial almost as far away as it can be. A young man named Jimmy Carter was emerging from a log cabin deep inside of his peanut farm in Georgia to lead the country down a long path in a cardigan sweater. I wasn't born yet, nor were any of my friends, or for that matter, most of my family. But in a sense, we all remember that time. The 70s were about turmoil. The Missouri Valley Conference Tournament was the fiber that bound the splinters of America together. What is the Missouri Valley? Maybe there's a Missouri Valley in all of us. I don't know. Could be. With the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament, it's just like everything else. You got to take the good and you got to take the bad. It's like a Christmas tree shoved inside of a discarded junkyard mattress. Uh, you got to really look deep sometimes to, to find the cheer and the joy, but sometimes that joy just bubbles to the surface. I remember in 79, Larry Bird, Indiana State Sycamores, they are slashing their way through the competition like Uncle Gary's Shih Tzu that time it got under his riding lawnmower, and they are destroying it. I mean, they're cutting it into a million pieces. The innards are strewn across the conference and across the nation. Larry Bird comes charging into the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament. As I understand it, he came to the game on a horse, He says, I'm Larry Bird. You think I'm going to lose the MVC tournament? I'm Larry Bird. And, of course, he did not. He did not lose the Missouri (laughs) Valley Conference tournament. Indiana State went through in a romp. That was the second time. No, that was the second. No, there was a third Missouri Valley Conference tournament ever. And Larry Bird drank it. He drank it like some sort of fruit smoothie. So I'll take this. I'll take this and put this <laughs> into my digestive tract. Of course, he lost to Magic Johnson in the national finals. But, boy, 
You think Larry Bird is going to lose the Missouri Valley Conference tournament? You're crazy. Flash forward 1991, Soviet Union crumbling. Mikhail Gorbachev soothing the citizens of a once great empire, telling them, shall we forge ahead? We've got no choice but to. Meanwhile, over here in the United States, Missouri Valley Conference being moved to St. Louis, hometown of one Billy Joel, piano man himself. The Missouri Valley Conference isn't going to just go into some dump. They're not going to reserve a high school gymnasium to play the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament, maybe the Ohio Valley Conference Tournament. So they went over to Keele Auditorium, and they said, this place, I mean, it's about 60 years old, but we'll come on in here. We'll make a home. And they threw down. They threw down all year long. 91 in St. Louis was what Paris was in about 1789. No one's quite sure what's going to happen. Everybody's got a little bit of a feeling that, hey, we might be onto some here. Turmoil, revolt, guillotine, Robespierre, Missouri Valley Conference Tournament. Knock, knock, knock. <laughs> Who's on the other side? That's Mr. Bonaparte. Hey, hey, I'll take that. <laughs> Rebuilds the remnants of a once great empire. He's a plebiscite. Hey, make me your new emperor. Napoleon. Conquest of Egypt. Missouri Valley Conference Tournament. In St. Louis. Early 90s. This is where the party really begins. 92 comes around. What's got to happen? Listen, folks. You bring a samurai sword to an ostrich farm, something's going to happen. And at that point, it's we got to cut it off at the Kiel Auditorium. Nothing you did. It's not you. It's us. We've come here with these high-grade explosives. We're putting them along the foundation of the stadium. Who are we? Domestic terrorists? Somebody with a vendetta? No. We're the government. We're the building inspectors. We're the people that you don't see. The bureaucracy. Good health benefits. Reasonable salaries. Seemingly innocuous folks. Here to demolish this building. Because it can't get up to code anymore. You'll have to move down the street. Go down the street. Rent another place. Keel Center. Junior Billikens. No. Regular Billikens. Slip Billikens. Is that right? Slew Billikens and know. the Missouri Valley whatever you Conference. Say is, whatever you say is right, Joey. Slew Billikens, Missouri Valley Conference. New renters. New arena. New chance. 95 comes around. Turn the dial again. Ready? Two words for you. Arch Madness. Mm. 99 to 07. There's a lot of hamsters. There's a lot of Ziploc bags, folks. Uh, it was suffocating. Creighton took the air out of every single room it walked into. People knew the game was over as soon as those guys stepped into the gym. They were what Michael Jordan was to his sport. Creighton, they were to basketball in that same way. And I look back on those Creighton teams, I don't think about, you know, just the wins. I don't think about just the championships and all the rings on their fingers. I look back on those teams and I think it's something more special. I see a group of young men all proud to be together. And they had something 
that you you really don't see as often as you would think in sports, which was a sense of loyalty. It says a loyalty to something larger than themselves, but not quite as large as corporate sort of NCAA basketball becomes or became. There was something special about those guys, maybe the last true small schools before the internet and, and the curse of social media made everything a lifestyle brand. Uh, there was still an innocence. It was it was Hoosiers. It was uh, people off farms. It seemed like I mean they seemed like they're from a rural background. Some of them. I mean it is Nebraska, right? And uh, uh, I just felt like there was something to those teams that was uh, very very special in a way that maybe has been lost. It was Americana. You know, it was Velvet Elvis gas station, Highway 66 type stuff with those Creighton teams. And they balled. They won and won and won and won. Every piece of competition, burning them like an uptight PTA member in a box set of the Harry Potter books. You trying to bring witchcraft into a grade school? I got a bottle of lighter fluid and an industrial size pack of matches waiting for you. Throw that in the barrel. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, more like Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Gone. I will like this place and I will enjoy doing it. I'll like the feeling that I'm putting Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire into a trash can of fire. That's what it takes to keep kids safe, I guess. And, and uh, you know, boy, it was ruthless, absolutely scarring. Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, that's ashes. You can go ahead and don't put that in a, in a, in a trash can right now. It is smoldering. Joey, so far throughout Arch Madness, while it's really taking off, it's really getting some some notoriety. If you had to just freeze one season, keep it there forever, anything jump out to you? Oh, wow, that's a great question. Deep freeze it. Boy, I'd have to go with 2006. That's a, a calf muscle in Jeffrey Dahmer's freezer for me. Put that thing in the back. And just let it collect uh, ice for a long time. Four teams go to the NCAA tournament. And it was a heck of a year. The SIU Salukis were just going nuts. And, I mean, talk about Jeffrey Dahmer. Ruthless, man. Absolutely ruthless. You have to be. It's a Missouri Valley Conference tournament. Maybe they let you get away with that in the Ohio Valley Conference tournament. But in the Missouri Valley Conference tournament, serial killer is the... Starting point, you have to be absolutely sociopathic. And that season with Southern Illinois, the way they took apart uh, Bradley, the way they took apart Bradley 59-46 in the championship game, that Bradley team was so gosh darn good. They beat Kansas. They beat Pitt. They uh, ended up losing to Memphis, but played them hard in the NCAA. Wichita State was in the MVC that year. They beat Seton Hall, Tennessee in the NCAA tournament, Southern Illinois emerging out of that, like a, like a true champion to me was always really special. And 
you just got to tip your cap to that kind of effort. And I'll tell you, if I could just, uh, if I could hold on to that one uh, until one day the ghost of Christmas past comes calling for me, I think I'd go a happy man. I thought you were going to go with a, uh, like a Ted Williams cryogenically frozen, but we went yeah. with, we went with that. <laughs> That's cool though. Boy, that was sad, man. I wish he hadn't had to go through that. He really was a great guy. You know, in some ways, he was also, he had all a huge, you know, uh, he had, a, he had one of the worst temper problems in the history of baseball. He almost ended his career, got sent back to the minor leagues in the 30s. He punched a glass water cooler, and they say it was like this close to hitting a nerve. He could have lost, mm. you know, the ability to grip anything. So Jeez. it's tough, but great war hero. Raised millions What's he doing punching a glass water cooler? Yeah, he had his problems. You know, he had his issues. Yeah. You think they'll ever be able to bring what? back people, you know, to life in the freezers? God, wouldn't that be nuts? You came back like 200 years later, just in a really basic form. Wouldn't that be crazy? I would say yes. So. yes. That. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome in some ways. In other ways, it may suck. Well, yeah, it'd be hell, especially if we're, you know, taken over by aliens or something like that. Wouldn't it be terrible if you're like, hey, I'm going to freeze myself and 500 years later they wake up and it's just a, you know, it's just a hellscape or it's nuclear war or whatever. Wouldn't that be terrible? Anyway, so what part were we on again? Mm-hmm. 07, Creighton. 2007, Creighton. The crest of the dynasty, the height of the wave, the the oxygen slurped out of the last bit of the scuba tank from the first great expedition of their dynasty, SIU Creighton, 2007. St. Louis, Missouri. Town the Czars built. 22,000 people stuffed inside the arena like a nest of porcupines inside of a Tempur-Pedic mattress. Place is going nuts. People are, are, are saying, I'm not just going to tell my children about this. I'm going to tell my children's friends about this. Even if my children aren't around. That's how much it meant. Creighton, they win over SIU. Place goes insane. People lost hearing that day. There were people who said it was impossible. Creighton said, I don't know you. I'm just here to play a basketball game. Okay, (laughs) there you go. Two thousand nine. That tournament was hotter than fried chinchilla at a futuristic Ruby Tuesdays. Northern Iowa overtime. Illinois State flushum like a roll of paper towels. Jam it in there. It's tough. Take a plunger. Put your body weight on it. Let them slip down the drain. And that's exactly what they did. I remember that more so though for our very own Matt Lynch. 
good friend of his, good friend of mine, Mike Miller. Shout out to him. He now lives in an unidentified Central American country. They skip school two days. Two days. Hop in the back of the Subaru, kids. We're going to go down there, see a little basketball tonight in, in downtown St. Louis. And I admire that. I admire people who are willing to put their education on the back burner like that for the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament. Now, if you're talking about the Ohio Valley Conference Tournament, I might look at you and say, hey, you're a little bit crazy. You got a crossbow, see the neighbor's dog, that kind of crazy. That's the kind of thing that I'm talking about, crazy. But you know what? It's the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament. I'm going to shrug my shoulders. I don't say that as some guy on a podcast. I say that as a professional educator. I'm going to shrug my shoulders at that. I'm going to say, I don't see anything wrong here. I'm going to go about my day. I'm looking my way. You go yours. So mad respect. And you still made it. You still made it uh, to graduation, which I respect. You got it done. No problem. Lynch response. I no response. <laughs> I plead. I plead the fifth. The floor Pass. has been seated. <laughs> 2010. Time to go ahead and put the hamster back in the shoebox. Everybody comes back same place, roughly the same times as well. Northern Iowa. Oh, you get your sweet bippies. They were getting twos like a conjoined twin. <laughs> Who did they beat again? They you beat? tell me. Northern Iowa over Southern Illinois, did you say? That'll work. 2010. Run it back. Get the hamster back inside of the shoebox. Same place, approximately the same times. Northern Iowa. Oh, yeah, baby. Going back to back. Getting twos like conjoined twins working a Xerox machine. That team was machine-like. They run into the Blue Jays. I'll put some poison pellets inside of that bird food. I've done it before. I'll do it again. Jayhawks. They're in the emergency room. Sweet 16 ambulance is going to take them out of the NCAA tournament. Who's paying for that ambulance? Northern Iowa. Tip the driver, baby. We're into the Elite Eight. MVC tournament champs. Once again, making noise. Ripping down the big programs. Clawing at them like, well, like turkey vultures caught in a microwave. They're not going to go down easy, baby. That's what God made talents for. You stuff one of those one of those little puppies inside of, a, inside of an easy bake oven. Then you can come talk to me. Not as easy as they make it look on TV. They will fight you. They'll take a flash piece right out of any appendage that you shove inside of their beaks. They will rip you. That's Northern Iowa basketball to me. <laughs> Three vultures are one only two bird species that can smell. And the only one that's really in North America, the other one is called the kiwi. It's down, I believe, New Zealand. This is actually a real bird. The yeah. kiwi can smell. The turkey vulture can actually smell. So when they're that's why their prey, uh, they're sniffing for them. They got noses in the sky. They're sniffing them out. Um, that's why New Zealanders are called kiwis. Not because of the fruit, but really? because I think it's their national bird. Really? Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. wow. 
I know. I mean, if not, it, they are now. But sure, I know that they're called Kiwis. My brother had a college roommate from New Zealand. They called him Z. Uh-huh. And then they had a, a. I don't know if he was their roommate, but they recruited another guy like two years younger who was also from New Zealand, and they called him LC. He was uh l- he was lowercase Z. So they call him LC. He was LC. little Z. <laughs> LC. All right. They used to be um, my nickname, Little Z. I like it. You know what I told kids my nickname in high school was? Four hands. Because I've got, I have the ability to pick things out of my feet. I'll just like take off my shoe in the middle of class and pick up a piece of paper. <laughs> you know, drop it in the trash can in front of him. <laughs> so I told him at high school they used to call me Four Hands. <laughs> I always based up like that up with the, you know, about high school. They don't know. They have no idea. But, oh yeah. Are you can't be dexterous with your with your feet? Well, I just have the ability to pick things up and to throw things. I'm pretty good at juggling a soccer ball, but really, it's the grasping. I can take small objects between my toes, and then I have sort of a weird sort of accuracy, like tossing them. It's kind of a, yeah, it's just a talent. It's something I've worked at, you know, over a number of years. Other, my other shirt is pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My other shirt is pants. I wish I still had one of those. I had one for someone, a Someone has, years. someone, someone, so, someone uh, has, 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 has to exist. I guess I could just re, I guess I could just remake it. It was obviously a very simple design, but who's got the when time? When did you right? think of that? Yeah, when did you think of that? I remember. <laughs> Yeah, I can't remember. As a senior year, really in the last maybe two or, two or so months of senior year, two maybe three months of senior year. I don't know. I don't know why. I just I like that feeling of just doing something like that, just to see what would happen. You know, and I, there wasn't any greater message to it. It's it good just, shit, though. It was just pointless. Yeah, I mean, it was pointless. I mean, but that was the point. It was. It was fun. Know, it was edgy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Are their shirts pants? Yeah, makes sense. Shirts pants. <laughs> Where are we? Um, do, we do we want to do the? Uh, do we want to pull the Northern Iowa Kansas uh, game up? The yeah, broken app. Yeah, I have it. I have it ready to go. Forty-two point eight seconds for the next forty-two point eight years of their lives. After that, we'll all lose interest. Northern Iowa, huge lead, flushed like Uncle Gary did with my pet gerbil, and now they'll have to break the Kansas press out of the back along the baseline, cutting it up like Uncle Gary did with his Subaru at his reckless driving trial. There's Ali Farokmanich, splashing like an over-enthusiastic salad dressing consumer. Kansas trying to answer on the other end. Oh, lithium batteries. Charge me, baby. Northern <laughs> Iowa, number nine, going to go on to win this against the mm. Jayhawks. And I'll tell you what, I'm dancing like a sea bass in a Beyonce video right now. <laughs> that was beautiful. Amazing. Oh Amazing. God. You jam-packed so many in there. Yeah, that's good. All right. Yeah, he knows. Yeah, yeah. He, he does know. Yeah. Next question. Yeah. Uh, we'll get a little bit more of that later. Where were we? We were in 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just do <clears throat> 2013. Right. 
2013, man, that was a special year. Dougie McBuckets, Doug McDermott squaring off with Wichita State. And I felt like that championship game was more than a game. I'd like to think, just kind of in my heart of hearts and that deep part of myself, I'd like to think that after winning that final MVC tournament, uh, that was the first time that Doug McDermott made love to a woman. I'd like to think that he really shared that something special after that tournament. Why? I don't know. I just always got that feeling that after the game, there was a continuation of the love he felt during the game. And there's only so many things you can do to kind of replicate that feeling. And he seems like the kind of guy who would make it with someone special. It's not just going to be somebody from match.com 35 years old uh, said she was a scuba instructor a couple of years ago at a YMCA camp. I'm not sure what that meant, but I like to think that he really knew her and that he really, really thought as much about her as he did about himself. It's just the kind of guy who gives me those vibes and, and to see what he's done in the NBA, you see that kind of care. Uh, every day for him. But what people forget is that they beat him in the MVC, but as often happens, Wichita State went on to have the more memorable run. They ended up in the Final Four that year, and then in 2014 uh, went undefeated through the MVC into the into the tournament before being upset by Kentucky. And that was just a special, special couple of years. Really, the mid-2010s was, well, you know, as they say, the, the Israelites wandered through the desert for 40 years, and that male or that, that man and quail probably never tasted as good again after that. Because if you've got birds falling out of the sky, I mean, it's one thing. You're in the desert, you're hungry, you're thirsty, you're angry, you're dirty. That golden calf is starting to look pretty good, isn't it, there, Mr. Moses? When you get to that place of having the cushion chairs, the air conditioning, the unlimited salads and the unlimited buffets, uh, then it's like, ah, boy, we're having bird for dinner again. You get bored of it. You get bored of it. And and to me, that mid-2010s period was that relief from the sky. It uh, It was a little piece of that heavens opening up in a little state called Missouri. Well, and then Creighton said, well, time to go reverse pioneers. We're going back east. Pack up the wagons. <laughs> Complete 180. Forget everything about this romantic mindset about the MVC. Fuck it. We're going to the big east. We, we've we conquered, and now we're going to unconquer. Right. Caesar handed the keys back over to the Romans. My work here is done, guys. I accomplished what I wanted to accomplish. Ding a ling a ling. There's the keys to the palace. <laughs> There's the keys to the palace. <laughs> the palace. Yeah. Keys to the palace. <laughs> 2017 to me, huge year. Wichita State final championship they go off into the sunset they say adios see you later we're gonna head out but when i think of a team like that i think of a great tattoo artist they might leave the parlor they might sell the business they might lock the doors 
somebody comes around and says, Hey, I need a Dave Coulier tat on my back full length. They say, I got I got a set of needles out in the Ford Taurus. I'll take care of you in a, in a shake of a lamb's tail. My friend, I might be gone, but I'm never dead. And the MVC keeps on going, uh, without them, without a great powerhouse, but there's still Drake. There's still a team that's, that's willing to go to the mat with you to, to take a folding chair to your back every now and again and surprise you that way. So I, I stay glued to the MVC year in and year out. It's, it's just, it's Elmer's on the back of my trousers, my friend. Give me a couch cushion I can stick to for a few days and let me go to town. There you have it. That is the story. And these are the college basketball stories. Was it 100% accurate? Yeah, that sounds right. Follow us on Twitter at the CBB Stories. Also, see all of our inebriated storytelling podcasts as part of the Stories Podcast Network at the Stories Pods on Twitter as our guests rewrite the past across various sports. Alcoholic drinks are consumed voluntarily by our guests at their own discretion. Please drink responsibly. God, that was so good. That was like that was like EA Sports. It's in the game. Like it gave me like the same. Yeah, vibes. one more time. I always do. Yeah, it go two for times. it. They say Sinatra only did one take on the movie set, not on the uh, records. But that was his famous well. We movies. have we have Rich to edit, so it'll only look like it took one take. Good. How was that? Oh God, so good. <laughs> Absolute. Perfection. I need another. Hold on. <laughs> Is that what you're looking for? Yes. Need one more. One more smoothie to. One more smoothie to take down magic. In time, right? Creighton won that year. Yeah. First of many. They did. First of many. The first of many. They were uh, while this while the Soviet Union was crumbling like the foundation of the Kiel Auditorium, Creighton was <laughs> was erecting its, uh, its time for dominance. Cathedral. That would work. Went to Creighton once. Did I've actually visited Creighton once? Be that in thirteen. Tell, also, last time I got a speed ticket. Well, there wasn't really that much to tell. I mean, it was. We kind of just showed up. I was going about eighty-five, going there from Kansas City. I got a speeding ticket, but uh, you know, it, it was a nice campus. I can't really recall any of the details. Visited a couple of friends there. Um, you were in a rush to get there. Yeah, I was in a rush to get there. I don't know why. I think I was just more excited about leaving. For me, on a road trip, it's never about where I'm going. It's always about what I'm leaving behind. I love that feeling of somewhere disappearing behind me and, and just that enthusiasm, just that break of, yes, nobody knows me. That's one of the places I'm most liable. Road trips and then when I lock the door of a private bathroom where I'm just liable to be like, yes! Yes! And just really be going up because I finally feel like nobody can see me. Nobody knows me and I don't have to put on the show for anybody anymore. And 
So, oh, so road trips are kind of like the uh, Missouri Valley <laughs> Missouri Valley Conference turning into Arch Madness mm-hmm. and heading to the gateway to the West. Well, I think for a lot of those kids who play, you know, college sports or low-level professional sports, I think the anonymity is a lot of the fun. I think for a lot of, you know, you don't see them on the news or you don't, you know, they don't get interviewed on Sports Center. But I think for a lot of the people on those teams or involved with those teams in some capacity, it's just that exhilaration of feeling like, you know, I get to go somewhere and nobody knows who I am. You know, I can, I can be whoever I want to be. I can be, I can really be myself. And, and I think that that's, I think that's huge. I think that's the huge reason that I kind of work in sports broadcasting, not to get famous, but really just to have that feeling of anonymity. I love going to these towns where I, I really don't have any personal relationships. Yeah, I don't even really have any professional relationships outside of what these people have seen, you know, online and you get to start over. You get to be whoever you want to be with them. They have no idea, you know, anything about you other than you're here to, to announce the games. And I just, I think there's something romantic about that. I think we've lost that a little bit in America, that ability to play the stranger, um, which is a role that I relish because, you know, our social media follows us around and we're so interconnected with cell phones and Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff. And we just have lost that, that ability just to kind of, kind of restart. And I think that that's something that's really cool. The, the build up, the build up, yeah, the build up was incredible. <laughs> and then, and then it just started like there was no build up. <laughs> it was beautiful. Boom. Uh, oh my stuff. god, that was so good. Uh, Two thousand nine. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was like, is he waiting on us? Yeah. Uh, is he frozen? No, his eyes are moving. He's. Uh, this, this was my internal monologue. Uh, is someone else going to say something before Joey says something? Should I ask him if he's okay? And then it was two thousand nine. <laughs> Eden Flyers, Ohio State, 2014. They only let 64 teams in the field. Both of these are in that field. V. Sanford, Georgetown. He came from there, and now he's got it against Kraft, trying to make Kraft macaroni. Sanford going up. Off the window! Oh, shaved my legs with a metal rake, and now Kraft on the other end? Nah, all's well that ends well. He's got an MD now. Doctor, well paid for his time, folks. Ohio State. They're upset by Dayton. 11 takes down six, 60-59 in that great American town, Buffalo, New York. A lot of heart in Buffalo. A lot of laughter, too. And snow. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, this was a stupid, this was a stupid BC. Uh, they filed up four. See you collapse. The Lumberjacks. Stephen F. Austin. Wait, they fouled up four on that three? Is yeah, that they were up yeah. four, Wait, fouled and made the three. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And then they won in overtime. It's really bad. The it's Lumberjack did? Yeah. 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 Oh, Lumberjacking up a three. Yeah. And then Stephen F. Austin won in overtime. That's stupid. Different one. I think I got one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's make it a good one. Here. Those are for some All Tory right. tears. All right, well, here, let's jump to – let's figure out what's at the end. 
Uh, DeAndre, no. DeAndre Hunter's good. When his dad falls off the chair. No, that's uh, yeah. The one, no, that one was the Virginia one when they won the game. At the end. I know what you're trying to get to, Pat. Uh, Loyola beating te- uh, Miami. Um, I don't know. I think what else? This Pat, that one has to be in there. We could do the Villanova. I could go pull it and do the Villanova one. Lynch, you should just pick one and then let Joey do his thing and then pause yeah. and then reset and let him do his thing and mm-hmm. just like let's just right. get pump out three or yeah, four. Yeah, wait, of them. let's let's well yeah, let's do this. Joey, we'll Oh Jesperson. Oh, all right. Yeah, actually, yeah, all right. Missouri Valley flows into the Villanova one, so we'll do two. Oh, here's your RJ Hunter one. Um yeah. All right, so this goes in the Northern Iowa. Oh, replay. I don't want to do it because I'll screw it up. Uh, so the next one's going to be a Northern Iowa one, which no. will fit well. Dad falls off the chair. Move your yeah. mouse. That's not doing that. Paul Jesperson. Paul Jesperson. Round of 16. Oh, my God. Wow, I can't believe you made that. <laughs> it's incredible. All right. Go back Paul and let him Jesperson. do that. It's first, it's round of sixty four. Yeah, two thousand sixteen. First round, Oklahoma Paul City. Jesperson. Yep, Oklahoma City. Texas just made a layup to tie the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, one second. Yep. Okay, Paul Jesperson. Uh, he's got to go into the Jesperson. filing cabinet. His brain. Paul Jesperson, round of sixty four. Okay. Paul Jesperson, 2016, round of 64, Northern Iowa. This ain't a game of Yahtzee, people. This actually matters. Paul Jesperson, smoother than a last-place finisher in a Harrius Doberman contest. That's dog show quality right there, folks. Those dogs are some of the richest athletes in the world. None of these guys are being paid for their time. Jesperson, rewarded with a lifetime of memories. Texas. Well, at least it's still Texas. <laughs> That's good. Uh, I was at this game, actually. Wisconsin. Wisconsin what? Oh, my gosh. Living on the corner like three out of every five cast members from Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Didn't turn out well for a lot of those people. Turned out well for them. I'll tell you what, you find out you're on that shit. Stay away from me, right? Right, let's Actually, a bunch, a, a bunch of these are quick. Oh, Fluger. Fluger. Oh, Fluger. Sounds like cold medicine goes down like cough medicine. Oh, that's sweet. Of course, Lynch let the Notre Dame one play. Of course. Marcus Page, 2016. Nerd. Oh, I remember this one. Played the entire game on a naval cruiser. From out at sea. That's a national championship right there. 4.7 seconds. That doesn't matter. Roy Williams even knows that doesn't matter. North Carolina is going to win the game. Villanova kids just shattered. Oh, this is a Jenkins. Yeah, well, it's the same game, Joey. Chris Jenkins. Oh, Chris Jenkins. Is he going to shock me? Is he going to shock me? Chris Jenkins, shock me! Oh, fire me up like electrodes taped to my chest here. 
<laughs> fucking ad. Well, it didn't matter. Leroy Jenkins. Jenkins. All right. Let's, let's just, Joe, let's, let's just do the, let's do these two again. Okay. And then, and then we'll call it night. Marcus Page, 2016 championship. This is the stunt legends are made of right here. Page, defender dies by him. Page, oh, strap some electrodes to my chest hair. Fire me up, baby. 4.7 seconds to go. Everybody thinks, hey, this is over. My life's miserable. Mom and dad aren't going to let me come back if my team loses this game. That's how much they care. Chris Jenkins says, you know what? Unlock the front door. Jenkins, oh my word. Jenkins for the national championship. Pour some ranch on that cream cheese. Jenkins. Nah, I kind of lost that one. I'll have to think of something funnier to say than that. Hold on, let me go back. That's fun. We can redo it. I love the shot of Larry Massimino crying. Isn't that his name? Massimino? Uh, yes, I think so. Their legendary coach. He's just like, he looks like he just walked into like a nice Italian butcher, just like smells like salami, and he's just in heaven. <laughs> Joe, you got it? You need a minute. All right, let's go ahead and do that. Let's go ahead and do that one again. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Marcus Page, 2016 championship. I'm hyperventilating just thinking about this one. Breathing into a paper bag all night long. North Carolina, Villanova, not traditional rivals, but you know what? These teams were, were just in each other's face the whole night. It kind of skipped there. Yeah, it skipped for me too. Go back, Lynch. Yep, yep, I got it. All of a sudden, some... Some woman was crying. 2016 championship. I'm hyperventilating just thinking about this one, folks. I was breathing into a paper bag all night. Went to McDonald's, said forget about the food. Just go ahead and give me the sack. Marcus Page. Who could ever forget this guy? Patient. Defender dives by him. Send it off. Send it in. Marcus Page. Melton faces like a strip mall Halloween store in a dumpster full of overstocked Jonas Brothers masks. Jonas Brothers were still wearing their purity rings back then. Nothing purer, though, than Chris Jenkins. 2016 championship. Play the music, folks. Jenkins. Sending them away like overwashing my vegetables does with my listeria concerns. An unbelievable shot. And he sends the entire grocery store into delirium. Back in Villanova, Pennsylvania. Hometown of one Billy Joel, from what I understand. They celebrated that night. Oh, they celebrated. All right, how was that? Awesome. So good. Again. We appreciate oh, this man. is still running. This was awesome, Joey. This is great, man. Well, thanks so much for having me. It was a lot of fun. Stop sharing, Lunch, if you can. I know. Sorry, I was just more curious. What was better than winning Can't a national championship Joey. on a buzzer beater? Oh, it doesn't matter. 
Server, are you able to actually, um, or you can actually see me in the in the podcast, or is it just my voice? Mainly just going to be your voice. We're going to cut up some gotcha. of the funny moments for a trailer um, that we'll release probably in hopefully like ten days or so. Great. Well, we'll hey, let you know when that's coming out. Yeah, thanks so much for having well, me. Really appreciate it. We had a blast. It. You know, anytime yeah. you want to come back and do do this baseball. or uh yeah we're gonna do a baseball one eventually we just don't have the bandwidth to to launch it yet but i think pat will do that and chris callen will i'm gonna recruit him to to kind of run the show on that one and uh you know you'd be a great fit for that obviously to tell any cardinal stories or just general baseball history stories i'm sure you'd, you'd mm-hmm. kill it at that too 